0: Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Hello and welcome to Friday Conversation with Sean and Steve. Welcome, welcome. Great to have you with us. And we are just doing a short burst this Friday because we're probably going to run out of time on our video because we've been, never mind. <laughs>
1: technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Having
0: te- technical stuff happening, so we are here. But uh, Steve, something that um, I think we may have like spoken about this like yonkers ago, but something I really just uh, – um, how long ago? I do know, Yonkers. Oh. Yonkers. <laughs> it's a real South African colloquialism. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking about this. The church, Book of Acts, Chapter 2, the church is birthed supernaturally. I mean, it's it's, you know, the... The, the Ecclesia is birthed, that, that are gathered now. They are birthed into the supernatural um, realm of God, spirit by the Spirit of God, by the power of the Spirit of God, to be agents of the kingdom of God, the kingdom culture. And, um, and then we see they, they begin this process where they actually be walking in this, and then somewhere along the line, we lost all of this. The church right. went from being supernatural to being sensible, from being spiritual to being um, an organization,
1: right. from,
0: being, from being a uh, faith by the power of the spirit in the supernatural of God into being a religious organization. And they then began to organize and reason. And suddenly the supernatural aspect became less and less. And the whole, and of course we come back to pneumaticos, became a a far... Out there, concept God became a concept out there, and suddenly we needed priests, prophets, and pastors to help us reach God, to hear what is God's will for our lives, what God's plan and purpose is for our lives. We we needed new mediation. Um, we went from old er- ironic, er- er- ironic, <laughs> yeah, ironic priesthood to, it uh, wasn't an error those days it was needed, but it was, you not know, but we, je, Steve and I are always joking about these terms and we use, you know, Steve, if you know Steve, you know that. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so, but, and then we, so we transitioned to the Melchizedek Priesthood, which is Christ our mediator, and, and that was like a prevalent, prominent, Mind, mindset. I mean, they didn't even have, all the, they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have the mindset we've got uh, in the sense of, of understanding what the scripture says. And yet they walked in the supernatural power, you know, beyond that supernatural events taking place all the time, supernatural signs and wonders. Um, and, and, but somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. this thing shifted to the organizational sensible reasonable uh hierarchical organizational institution that was never god's plan we've done
1: that all throughout history though as a people you even think about the early israelites they were following god you know out of egypt and they were having these great revelations all the time and the lord was speaking to them and and then um all of a sudden, Moses goes up on the mountain. What is the first thing they do? They create God after their likeness and image. They, yeah. they begin to create something by their own hands that they can worship.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, uh, that's happened with every single, almost every single denomination I know of that, that has come out of whatever it is they're coming out of to try to birth something new in the spirit, a new wine, so to speak. The problem is you put it into that old wine skin and pretty soon that old, that new wine is just like the old wine. I mean, I, well, not the old wine, but it's like it whatever it is. You use.
0: If the new yeah. wine, if it actually is contained, it'll burst it. So that's right, what Jesus said, right. didn't he? I mean, you said- Yeah, twice.
1: we end up having this this image. And uh, the funny thing is, is that we are commanded by God to tear down those images. Yeah and uh so it becomes an image again, and then we start to tear it down yeah and it's uh the same thing happens whenever if you have this certain image of your wife and what your spouse is supposed to be uh even going into marriage, the first thing you need to do is tear that down before you even enter into a relationship, otherwise you'll end up tearing down your wife, yeah because of that image
0: or vice versa,
1: yeah, or vice versa, yeah, so it's just um. Um, I know there was uh, one denomination that we that we were a part of for a long time, uh, that I grew up in, that was birthed out of a Pentecostal movement. And uh, uh, after a while, they took out that whole Pentecostal part <laughs> and began to justify it away. And it became just like every other church on the block yeah you couldn't tell any difference you'd walk in the doors of that one you couldn't tell any difference as far as there was no presence of god but you had the same form and format and formula and that's probably what happens when it says uh there in ezekiel when it says son of god show the house to the house uh, that they may be ashamed of their iniquities because it says what they've done is they've taken their pillars and set them beside my pillars They've set their thresholds beside my thresholds, but it's not mine. And they set up their kings and their queens in their high places. Now I'm telling you, take down those kings and queens. Take down those high places. Yeah. And once again, son of God or son of man, show the house to the house of Israel. Let them, And if they're ashamed of their iniquities, then show them the house to the house or show them the forms and the patterns and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, it reminds me of the Valley of Dry Bones. The, the thing that happened was, is that the first church, like you're talking about, they were assembled. They came together out of a commonality, out of a purpose, out of a, a fire. I mean, there was a fire amongst them. And so they'd meet house to house, just sharing fire. I mean, sharing what was in them, sharing the life of Christ. Well, after a while, it wasn't the life anymore that they were sharing. It was the commonality of the meeting. So now now the purpose becomes the meeting. The purpose becomes the organization. The purpose, because now it's man-made. Now it becomes something that's man-made rather than letting the bones come together and letting that fire uh, you know, build the joints and compact by that, which every joint supply yeah. it, you don't add that anymore. Yeah. So every time man gets his hands on it, we turn it back into something that is, that is a form of, form of godliness, but denies the very power of it. Right. And that's,
0: re- that's a religion in itself. There's a form, but no. Problem. Right. And so, right. Um, you know, and that's what struck me was that, Just looking at that and just pondering that, I thought to myself, it's like how how Jesus birthed his church, the ecclesia, the the community, the called out ones to take this invisible kingdom and and manifest it. You know, healings and uh, miracles and the gifts and all of that are just are not an end in itself they are a no, means no. to revealing the dominion of
1: god the dominion yeah. of his kingdom you know they're a byproduct of the presence of god they're, they're a manifestation they're right. of the spirit yeah. and,
0: i mean jesus said you know go preach saying the kingdom of it he- i give you power and authority go and preach the kingdom of heaven heal the sick raise the dead. you know and and so it was a it was a byproduct of the kingdom of God, which is his presence, which is his supernatural dominion, which is Kratos, which is what we're supposed to go out and reflect into the world. God gives us, and that's, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not, it's not yes. something we're trying to, you know, it's like religion is always trying to garner or, or appease God to get more um, power so that right. they can somehow prove that their religion is right. Now, every religion does it in one form or fashion or another. They're trying to appease God to, to get something so they can prove something that they're right, you know? And, and that right. was never God's intention for, Christ's intention for his bride. That's what, I, I just looked at this and I go, we we've been, we were, Birthed into supernatural, but we became so sense knowledge oriented. Right. We went from being spirit conscious to being sense sensible. You know, and I'm not saying right. it mustn't be. I'm not talking about. I'm just saying sensible. Um, right. Is, is that we're f- so focused on how we feel, what we experience um, in the in the physical realm, um, who's who in the zoo, the pecking order of things, and uh, you know. And I, you know, when I first got saved, I mean, it was more about, am I pleasing the pastor than I was about pleasing God?
1: Right. Right. You know, yeah. That's
0: how they taught me. They said, you better please the pastor, you know, it's like, um, because if, if you touch God's anointed, then you're in trouble, you know, and it's like, you
1: know, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I got so excited there. I almost
0: (laughs) almost got off your chair. So so that was like, okay. um, You know, that was how we lived in. And so we become so carnal in the, we without realizing it, we're so educated and orientated to, to the physical, to the, to the human factor that we've, we, we don't even realize that we're not conscious of it. Paul says, I do not want you to be now concerning spirituals. I do not want you to be ignorant. So right. Float off into this direction. And what do we do then? We will always go back to the physical way of building things, of developing, right. things, of controlling things. If there's one thing religion wants to do, it's control. It wants to control right. the environment, control the outcomes, control people, that's what religion does. It doesn't matter which religion you look at. And unfortunately, um, the church did much the same thing, you know? Uh, right. Maybe I'm like, okay, I'm, maybe I'm reading really stepping on toes here today. But.
1: Well, the thing is, though, too, you watch how uh, throughout history, uh, if, if indeed there was, I hate to call it a movement of God because I can't, picture god having a movement <laughs> it just doesn't quite register to me but anyway <laughs> that's what i was saying
0: hard words <laughs> yeah
1: but uh even in the early 70s when there was so much um uh, all the, the communist bloc countries uh wouldn't allow any bibles in they wouldn't allow meetings they wouldn't allow anything like that so the whole church uh the the, the ecclesia went underground yeah and, uh, if they were found out, they were killed or yeah. imprisoned or whatever. And so they were very careful how people came in. I remember this one Bible runner telling me one time or just saying one time that he went into this town and uh, he wanted to be a part of one of the meetings. And he just said, uh, <clears throat> uh, he found out that you would make a, a half, just an arch, like, you know, like, a like a upside down smiley face. Well, somebody would come along uh, and make the counterpart of that, the regular smiley face, but it would turn it into a fish, just a fish symbol. And you would know that that was a person that was a Christian, and you could follow them to a meeting. Yeah. So anyway, he he did that. He made a little you know, just in the ground in the dirt. he made a little sign and waited there at the corner. and Pretty soon, somebody came along with a stick, and you know, did the opposite, and and so he followed him to a place where they could finally talk. And he says, uh, "Come tonight at such and such a time, I'll meet you there." So the guy met him at the certain place at at uh, in the evening, and they started walking through the streets in silence. I mean, he just following this guy through these back roads and these back streets, and he's beginning to think, "Oh boy, you know, maybe the cops found out, maybe the nationalists found out, you know." And They're just going to kill me in this back alley. But um, they came to a house, um, a little door back there in the corner. And the guy stops him and he says, "Um, inside this house is a woman who is very sick. The scripture says that these signs shall follow those who believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If uh, this woman gets healed, when you pray for her, when you lay your hands on her, then we will know that you're a believer and we can take you with us on. I always wondered about that. I always wondered how many of us would actually make it to a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because we really, we've gotten so far from believing that that these signs shall follow those who believe. In fact, like you were saying about the control thing, you, both of us were part of a, a group that, uh, for a while that uh, used to teach that if the that the uh, leader did not um, acknowledge you, that meant that your heavenly father was not acknowledging you. Yeah. So something was wrong in your life and you had to get that right. So once... Once his he acknowledged you, that meant that God's face was turning towards you once again, and you were acknowledged and you were approved of by God. And the extent of that got to the point where it almost damaged some people because he never acknowledged them. Yeah. Yes. So they never felt approved by God. They never, like <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, or it just didn't make, it just didn't, um, it did, didn't did serve his purpose, you know, to, to know this person. Yeah. So if you're not acknowledging him, I mean, you know, to him, it was no big deal. But to them, it was devastating. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, that's what happens. You begin to focus so much on man, or so much on the signs and wonders, or so much on the, I mean, even in a situation like that, with the, with the Bible uh, guy, you know, Something like that, where the fear and intimidation, oh, what if this person doesn't get healed? You know, I'm never going to get into a meeting. You know, I mean, all those things, and all that doubt and unbelief, and all that, we've just simply forgotten who we are, Sean. Uh, that's basically it. We're sons of the living God. I should be able to get together with you, knowing that we fit together, knowing that as bones, we're coming together, God has put sinew upon that he 's drawn us together there's going to be marrow in life whenever we come together, and we know that, yeah rather than wondering if god's going to even show up and even even sitting there praying, "Oh God, please show up i mean what what are we doing in a service saying, "Oh holy Spirit, come, please show up." No, you brought him for crying out loud yeah exactly if you didn't
0: yeah, but that's my point. my point is is that people that are removed from that when we've become ignorant to the concept that we are supernatural people, we are are aliens to this world because we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Right. We represent another nation and that nation is, is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy ghost. Right, Uh, right, right. And, and, uh, and, he gives us, he's come to give us power to be witnesses of that kingdom, which means we have authority, we have dominion, we have power to rule and reign, not over people, but over situations in this earth so that we can show people that supernatural kingdom that we're part of. And yet we've become so focused on the, the natural. We become so sense-oriented. So we, we we interpret, we're trying to interpret the supernatural, spiritual things of God through our senses. Right. And it's too, we were never designed for that. We were designed as spiritual beings becoming new creatures in Christ uh, to reflect and represent who He is, not right this this world you know and we're trying to i don't know what we're trying to do we're trying to fit in by trying to be like everybody else and it wasn't that the warning god gave to the israelites is like if you spend time with them and and if you get a king like them if you build an organization like they do you're going to be worshiping exactly what they do and your heart is going to grow far from me uh, I mean, right. I'm, I'm sort of summarizing it in a nutshell, but that was basically the message God was giving to the Israelites the whole time. And and so, I think
1: that was first, first, Sean, what was it? Two, three. <laughs> it's a paraphrased
0: version, <laughs> but, but you know, there was, I, I mean, it's just like, we, 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 we was, uh, I mean, there's a number of places where he just said, if you, if you, um, spend too much time with them you're going to become like them basically you know right. it's just like and that, and that's how uh, wasn't that how Um, uh, Balaam and uh, what's the other dude's name Barack
1: Barack Balama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> so it was wasn't it Barack called Balama. I don't know <laughs> I got the name wrong. That's all the only name I can think of right now. But anyway, is he, he couldn't get Balaam to prophesy, or curse the Israelites. So Balaam yes. said, okay, well, I've got another solution. Because he, he had to make the money somehow. So he goes, i tell you what you do is you get them to connect with those other heathens, those pagans that are the Moabites on the outside, and that will destroy them. And that's exactly right. what began to happen. so, That's still true today, you know, it's like if we, we've got, we've moved away from the supernatural aspect. Now we, like you said, we focused on the signs and wonders. We focused on, uh, we focus on everything except that we are the supernatural ecclesia of God. That when we come together, we are a supernatural community of God. Right. And, and so you know we are the ones that worship God in spirit and in truth not not just not looking for a power, not looking for for a move of God, not look, trying to trying to gain the presence of God. We are the ones that carry that. We're supposed to carry that. we are the the ones that carry that supernatural authority and dominion. I was at that, I thought of that word you know be strong in the Lord right. the power of his might the word might there is um Kratos, and uh, it's dominion. That's what Kratos means. Is like we, so we we got to be strong in him, not strong in our uh, our church's belief system, but in right in our kingdom mindset. You know, in our kingdom yep. belief system. So
1: yeah Colossians two nineteen um, follows up very closely to Ezekiel thirty seven, which is the Valley of Dry Bones. And then it says, Colossians 2.19 says, and holding, I'll I'll take out the word not there because it was a following what he was saying earlier, but holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, having nourishment ministered. And part of the thing is we've forgotten to hold fast the head. Satan says, I'm going to be just like the most high. Yeah. He didn't say he was going to do it differently. That's right. He said, I'm going to put my threshold beside his threshold, my pillars. You're not going to be able to tell the difference between what I'm building and what Christ is building, except by the spirit of the living God. You're not going to be able to tell.
0: Yeah.
1: In fact, the great delusions coming to where he could deceive even the elect if that were possible.
0: Yeah.
1: So if that's the case, that must mean that whatever it is he's doing is so much like, I will be like the most high. Yeah. You know, it's not. And so we, we settle for this other thing, and this one here, holding the head, which all the body by joints and bands, these are bones coming together. It's not, it's not by which every bone supplies, it's by which every joint supplies. Mm-hmm. Whenever you and I come together, it makes a, these two bones coming together make a joint. The yeah. body's only as strong as that which every joint yeah. supplies yeah. And because the body is having nourishment, I mean, because those, those bones are finally getting nourished because they're together, because they're joined together, yeah. fitly joined, they're having nourishment and therefore they're able to minister.
0: Yeah. Well, and we're trying grows, to get all anointed. It, it, the Amplified says grows with the growth that can only come from God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And here we are, a bone, standing there before God saying, oh God, please anoint us. Oh, please anoint us The anointing or the nourishment comes when you're bone to bone when you're joined together right. by what God has put you together with by somebody else that begins to supply that nourishment and once you have that nourishment, then you minister right. but you don't have you don't have that capability or even that possibility to do that yeah. uh, and that's why guys get burnt out uh, we were just talking about that before we you know turned on the mics and stuff is that you know we know of several people that are just plain burnout they got destroyed by their denominations by their congregations by um uh, just religion destroys
0: yeah it does and
1: um go ahead sorry
0: yeah no 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 absolutely and that that's the thing is it devastates because in our flesh, in our emotional capacity, um, you know, our mind, our will and our emotions um, and and our physical capacity. So our mental, soulish capacity and our physical capacity is not sufficient for us to actually do this. And that's why right. the works of the flesh.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> do yeah. All that.
0: And. And the interesting thing was, when you know, I read that because we always listen to Galatians 6 6 in the as, as a, you know, people work from that piece onwards, they don't read the entirety of the letter. We've got to capture the spirit of the letter. What was he saying to the Galatian church or the church of Galate, Um what was he, say, what was he saying to them, and uh, so um,
1: they? I like it when you make up words, John. It's it's fun. It's I, fun to I, figure I've got out. I've make it
0: sound profound. <laughs> Instead of going, I'm, 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 let's just make up something. Um, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. So, if you read, he was he was contrasting. Faith and the law right? and the works of the flesh. Faith and the works of the flesh, grace in the law. So that's yeah. what he was contrasting through, through the whole process. Well, he
1: actually, he, right. that's what, what he was contrasting. Well, that's what he opened with. Yeah, Who has yeah. beguiled you that you go come back under all this exactly. when you've been set free already? But he
0: started that in, in, in Romans chapter one, you know, and well, that, yeah. that's the thing that carries right through. So there's a contrast. So when you come to that, it's like the works of the flesh. I, I mean, I was deathly afraid of the works of the flesh. I thought, yes, if I do anything wrong, then I'm in the works of the flesh. I'm going to have all this stuff and I can't enter the kingdom of God. But if I'm spiritual all the time. So yeah, I'm trying to make myself spiritual because the fruit of the spirit is like, oh my, I've got to be. How can I be more spiritual? You know, so right. you say you got to be, and and it's not what he's talking about at all. He's talking about uh, flesh and faith. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, the one is connected to the supernatural realm, and the other one is right. connected to trying to accomplish, appease, you know. Uh, right. And now you it,
1: become a fruit of the spirit.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> like one day a guy, man, he, he got to, got wind of the fact that I was, that I, you know, I would have words of knowledge and, and, you know, prophetic words for people and sometimes, and, and man, he, I saw him and he had been fasting 40 days to, um, to uh, about becoming a pastor and so we we were in a conference or something i can't remember but in johannesburg south africa and after the meeting i mean this guy grabbed my arm i thought he was gonna throw me around the room man he just and it was a big auditorium so the room was big um but he grabs me you've got to have a word for me and i go what? and he goes i've been fasting 40 days and i haven't had a word from god you've got a word you've got to give a word and he's like grabbing my arm i was like whoa you know it's just like i don't have anything you know just like you better get something for me and i thought you know i walked out of there i was only young i mean i was just a young young leader but i walked out of there and i thought that guy's going to become a controlling a controlling guy i mean i didn't understand the concept of leadership at that point in time but that was what the thought and that's exactly he was he did start and he did grow nothing fantastically um, but everybody there he controlled he controlled and the people unfortunately that went out from there they always carried that little taint of control in their life you know and that it was so sad but that's like when you're trying to get that physical thing you know you're trying to work the flesh and the work of the flesh is what's going to result you know you're going to have right. the, the works of the flesh are going to come out of that but if right. we if
1: it's um, i'm just trying to think uh let me just having uh, begun in the spirit are you now going to complete it in the flesh you know Yeah, I mean?
0: exactly you,
1: you cannot do
0: it um there's there's a part where he says um well, first off, I mean, he starts the chapter, of course, there's no chapter, but he starts the chapter with, it was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery which you once removed. So we try, we just replace one bondage for another bondage. Right. And then, but he goes on to say, and he says, um, but I say, verse 16, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek him and be responsive to his guidance. And then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. And we're not, he's talking to the church. We're not talking, he's not talking to unbelievers here. He's talking, Where are you at? Um, that's Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 in the Amplified.
1: Oh, five? yeah, okay. chapter five. Uh, I was in one. Sorry.
0: Yeah, and then he, so, and then he goes. Uh, he says, um, verse twenty-five. He says, if we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Holy Spirit with personal integrity, right. godly character, and moral courage. Our conduct, empowered by the Holy Spirit, we must not become conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, and envying one another. And because those in verse 26, that conceited, challenging, provoking, and envying is all what religion does. That's what religion right. does. And, and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm what's
1: sort of... What's verse 13 say in the Amplified? In verse 13,
0: For you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, selfishness, but through love, serve and seek the best for one another.
1: Okay, I I just, I saw the thing there as far as the uh, occasion to the flesh, as it says, because that's that's what brings us back around all the time. It's almost like a boomerang, you know, you send it out for freedom, and all of a sudden it comes back and knocks in the head, you know, because you're now it's become something of the flesh. Now I'm trying to work, And, and Connie used to call it conjuring up the spirit. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna work and work and work until yeah. finally I feel the spirit of God here. I didn't the way He works. I mean, you're yeah. not you don't work Him up. You don't sit there and stir the pot until finally yeah. He shows up. I yeah. mean, you're gonna get all sorts of things showing up when you do stuff like that.
0: Well, I mean, that that, that opens up like a whole can of worms, man. It's just like you know, we're not growing. And I did this. So we work harder at trying to be spiritual and trying to get a move right. with God, you know, trying to do the right. things that we think will please God to get the Holy Spirit to come so we can grow. And uh, and I've seen leaders do that. And, of course, that's where all the antics come from. That's where people try right. and perform. The the And they're not spiritual at all. They're trying to perform. I went into one meeting. A guy was shouting so much. I, I could not even stay in the room it was he was so loud um and i did could not understand a word he was saying he was speaking english i didn't understand a word he was saying so i left you know i went back to see if he had finished and two hours later he was still i don't know how where he gets the the throat capacity but he was just shouting and it's like that's you know our concept of being spiritual that god is moving and you know right and we take this, what, what Smith Wigglesworth says, if the spirit is not moving, then we move the spirit. You know, they've taken it to a new level. You know? <laughs> it's just like yeah. a new level. And, and he was talking about in the spirit, not, you know, right. um, trying to be well, A lot of times
1: we use that affectations, like um, I know when somebody is in the spirit or whatever because now he's beginning to preach a certain way yeah, or yeah. he's beginning yeah. to do something a certain way or like whenever somebody starts to say something or prophesy they go you know it's like starting up a chainsaw in other words listen to what i've got to say because now i'm in the spirit yeah not spiritual it's not it's not actually a a tongue and interpretation of tongue it's something that it's a it's more like a an announcement that, hey, I'm in the spirit now, yeah. and people don't even realize they're doing that. It's a learned affectation that's meant to demonstrate uh, or to promote myself, and we don't even realize that we're doing that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, once again, that's one of those things. You know? it, yeah.
0: and, it, and unfortunately, the the principle is you boil it boils down to who you're representing. You know, it's like I heard right. a guy one day talking about you know the, these false gifts and these true gifts, and I, was, I said, "Well, it's not really true. There's there's only true gifts, you know. But right. but there's a lot of a lot of um, imitation um, in the sense of trying. So they use divination and um, right, right. You know, so they use the spirit of divination and a, and the spirit of
1: performance and Paul. Paul thought that that lady was a prophet, prophetess. yeah. Yeah. And yet she's operating by, and you know what the word divination there is, right? Witchcraft. It's python. Uh, Python, yeah. Puthos, which means a python. It's interesting because whenever that spirit is there, that divination, that whatever, you wonder why it feels like the air has gone out of the room. Yeah, yeah. You uh, You know, somebody starts speaking something, all of a sudden it's like, somebody just sucked all the air out of you and, and everybody else around you. And you're all kind of looking around like, boy, something ain't right here. Yeah. Well, that's because that Puthon or that Python, Puthos, has shown up and it is a constrictor. It, it 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 Every time you breathe out, it constricts a little bit more so you can't breathe in the breath and, of and life. Suffocates. And then you breathe out again and it constricts a little bit more. You can't breathe in that breath of life until yeah. finally it's constricted so far that you can't, you're not breathing in the breath of life anymore. You sure. just die.
0: Yeah, you, you suffocate stuck in the realm of flesh. And then we resort to more fleshly uh, right. things to actually try and try and get the freedom that is ours already. <laughs> that's, right, right. that's the crazy thing. You know, it's like, I mean, he, he says in verse 16, um, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, seek him and be responsible to his guidance, and then you will certainly not carry out the desire of this. No, no, not that one, the first one. Um, It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. And uh, and they were resorting, in Galatians, they were resorting back to the religious uh, concept of living by the works of the flesh. Right and to try and appease God, to try and get God's approval, to try and show their spirituality. And the thing about it is, you know, what really struck me was, in in their total ignorance, if you may, as to, you know, all the Bible that we have, thank God, today, but in the book of Acts, all they had was the words of Jesus that was being, you know, being um, conveyed or communicated to them by the, the disciples and the apostles, at you know the first sent ones at that point in time, and and based upon that, they took that and began to walk in it. They, you know, they they um, adopted that. Whereas with us, we we we've sort of moved away from that whole uh, that that simplicity that we have in our faith of of. Of the fact that we are spiritual beings walking in the, in the power of the spirit of God more more than that, we have the Spirit of God governing us from the inside right that's the thing you know and he keeps he has the law written upon the tablets of our heart, he has the freedom written upon the tablets of our heart and yeah and we,
1: we become a living epistle known and read of all men. Yes. I mean, he's sending us that people can read us right. and be able to tell what Christ is saying.
0: Yes, exactly. What the King is about and what his kingdom is about. They look at right. us and they should see, you know, these kingdom citizens, you know, they, when they get together or just wherever they are as a, as a culture, they don't lie, right. they don't cheat on their wives. They, 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 uh, they, they're honest, they're faithful, they're resilient. they, can be trusted you know they they dress and i'm not talking about religious dress but you know their their behavior and their dress and their thinking and their words are appropriate to a culture that is reflecting god and his glory you know it's just um and and it it should be natural to us supernaturally natural or naturally supernatural whichever way you prefer it but we tend to we tend to go back to the place of trying to right. peace God, please God. And I thought, you know, it's just like, and that's why so many people are not healed. Because we, right. we think it's like something we have to attain.
1: Um, right, right. So
0: many people are not healed. So many people are not victorious in their life. So many people are not content. They don't have peace because they're still trying to attain it. Well, I, if you haven't prayed enough, if you haven't read your Bible enough, if you haven't gone to the to your local church club enough, if you if you haven't paid your tithes, God forbid, you're in serious trouble, you know. It's like um, <laughs> we we are back to the old covenant. And that was, the that was the, yeah. we that was the curse. The curse was, you know, I mean, if you go read Deuteronomy twenty eight, the first half is well, actually, the first third is all the blessings, and the second two thirds is all the bad things that are happen. Not because God brings it on you, but they were out of the covenant if they didn't right. follow the law and appease God with with keeping the law. But now we, new creatures, we are citizens. We have the Spirit of God. We've been birthed into the liberty of God. We have the dominion, and and therefore. Uh, You know, and I'm not saying that we you don't willy-nilly disobey God because you feel like it, you know, just or do whatever you like. That's the thing is a culture has norms, it has values, it has beliefs, and it has laws, it has precepts that govern every kingdom, every kingdom empire has laws, but that law is written upon the tablets of our heart, and that's what we adhere to. So you can You know, people want to, you know, staple up the Ten Commandments everywhere. People can't live (laughs) by the Ten Commandments, you know. It's not going to make people more spiritual, more conscious of God than anywhere else. It it doesn't happen. So maybe I'm just an ignorant South African coming from Africa and I've got no idea what I'm talking about. But just in my understanding of the Word of God, i just like, we are the Ten Commandments that people got to see. Can you hear me? Right amen
1: <laughs> yes well the thing the thing yeah amen amen brother the thing that the thing that really got me was it says that since there has been it says this in hebrews yes since it, am i offending you or are you leaving
0: <laughs> yeah i'm leaving now <laughs>
1: sorry my, it, it, it says that's... since since there has been a change of priesthood so he's already assuming there's been a change of priesthood right It necessitates a change of law.
0: Yes.
1: Now we live according to the new covenant. We live by a different set of laws.
0: Right.
1: It's not by the Ten Commandments. It's not by, even though those are written on our heart, the laws of God. There are certain ones now, the law of liberty, the perfect law of liberty, the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of faith, the law of grace. I mean, you just look at those types of laws that we're now within, and it's not that we have to be in them and try to perform them. That's who we are now. That's right. That's part of That's who right. we are. Yeah. And to realize that people people begin to, like you said, see us and they read what the kingdom of heaven is because they see it in our culture. They see it in who we are. That's right. Not, not because we're trying to perform a set of rules and laws, it's just that now it's written so much on our hearts that we've become that. Yeah. It's like uh, the the word was sent unto Jacob, but it lighted upon Israel, as it says in, in Isaiah. Yeah. So if it was sent unto Jacob, which was a supplanter and a deceiver, he was going to always try to de- perform it. Yeah. He was going to try to perform it. If God says you're going to inherit this, Jacob was going to go out and try to inherit it. Make it happen, yeah. Yeah, make it happen. But he became Israel over a course of time. God formed him and made him. In fact, it even says later, it says, Jacob, have I created Israel? Have I formed? So there was a formation process that finally he began then to walk with a limp and say, hey, I can't do this without you. And he says, now are you a prince of God? Now are you Israel? And Israel didn't have to try to perform the promises. He became the promise
0: exactly
1: so now i am the promise that has been sent yeah and i'm not saying i am christ but it's christ in me the hope of glory right. i'm being sent now in his name in his place in his stead to demonstrate the power of his kingdom and who he is to a world that needs to see it right now right. so i become the evidence of that i become i become the the promise to to people because they've never seen it before that's right and so that's why i said go out and heal all who are sick and and tell them the kingdom of heaven is a hand i mean that's it was just a simple thing to him he wasn't saying that like now you have to try to do this no. he was just saying this is who you are now just go out and do it and then tell them the kingdom it was a very natural following statement to him It was just a hey go do this and then it's- tell them the kingdom of heaven is a hand
0: yeah, and he, did, he didn't run courses on, on, and programs on how to have more signs on wonders, you know. No. <laughs> he taught them the kingdom. He taught them the right. opinion, and that's what he taught right. them. He taught them right. the power and authority of the kingdom, and you represent the kingdom. And, and you know, I, I wrote um, it, part of one of the things in my book I wrote was about, about the, uh, the centurion, And the centurion recognized something. He was a pagan. I mean, he's from Rome. And he recognized this man represents something that's bigger than Rome, bigger than anything. And he said, You just speak the word, and my servant will be healed. He recognized, and Jesus said, Your faith is greater than even the religious people who, the people of Israel, are supposed to understand what you've seen, but they don't get it. That's what he was saying. He said, You get it. Uh, And he said, Therefore, even as you believe it's done for you right now. And I thought yeah. that's incredible.
1: Something that we have we have that we are to give is the spirit and the word. Yes. We have this double handed way of building, like it says in Chronicles and like Nehemiah. They had the sword in one hand and they had the hammer in the other. I mean they were able to uh the mighty men the mighty men of David, you know, the they were able to fight with either hand. It didn't matter. So it was the Word and the Spirit. There wasn't a an unjust balance. They yeah. were able to fight with either hand. They were able to do whatever it is they needed to do with the Word and the Spirit. Right. And the thing is, is that it says uh, in the last uh, part of Mark, it says, uh, and the Lord working with, the word them is italicized, which means it's not theirs, the Lord working with, confirming the Word with signs following. We have left off, we've always tried to operate by whichever strong hand we have. So if we have the word, that's all we've operated in. A good example of that, you keep talking about pneumaticos, you know, and I've talked about a lot too, but last week when we were talking, in the middle of that, we had not only the word going on, but the spirit of God confirmed that by doing something in your heart that changed it right in the middle of what we were talking about. And you just said, wow, something just left me. Something happened that turned. And that was the spirit of God. It wasn't just because we heard a certain word. And then after, after, at, at the end you tagged it with something you said, you kept saying, well, I forgot what I was supposed to say. I was supposed to give you something. I forgot what, and then all of a sudden, boom, you remembered it was the spirit of the Lord saying who I am, who I am. Personally, Steve, this and there was, a, there was an injection of the Spirit of God in there to say, this is, this is what I've been talking about this whole hour, is right now, this is what's going to take place in your life. This is who you are. This is what's happening. And so we had the, um, an unjust balance is an abomination of the Lord. So we had the balance of the Spirit and the Word, both of them working together to, to prove the kingdom of God, to, yeah. to show, to demonstrate. Right. And that's something that, uh, I've tried to work with a lot of these young guys that are still pastoring and still teaching and stuff. If you're going to do something in the word, at least give the opportunity for the spirit of the Lord to confirm that. Yeah. At least give him the opportunity to do the work of that word, whatever it is.
0: Yeah.
1: If, if you're talking, the only reason I'm using healing, because that's an easy one to see. So if you're talking about healing, if you're, if the Lord has you teaching on healing, then allow the opportunity to be healed, allow the opportunity for the spirit of the Lord to move and to, to designate what's happening
0: and, demonstrate, uh, yeah.
1: and, and to let that happen as opposed to just giving them the word and letting them go home.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we need the left and the right hand. We need Absolutely. the word and the spirit and a lot of times we've settled for a form of godliness that denies the power thereof but it's only a form of godliness it's only the the superstructure that makes it look like something he was doing but right. the very power of it the very dominion of it the very presence of god isn't even there in that room yeah and we think it is and like uh, 1 Corinthians 12 you know now the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to you know, to profit there with there all. So you, you've got the manifestation of the Spirit. What happens if prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, word, you know, all those things that are listed there, the manifestation, then say stations, it says manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. What happens if those things don't show up when we meet together? Is that does that mean that the Holy Spirit is not manifesting? What we have to do is we don't have to do anything, but give him the opportunity to man give him the opportunity to show up because he's only going to testify of Christ. He will never testify of
0: himself. himself
1: yeah. He will only testify of Jesus He'll Christ.
0: Definitely not testify to your organization.
1: So No, no. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> never testified of an organization.
0: But you know what blessed me in that was because I, say, I remember when being a young pastor and you would go to these meetings and they would talk about miracles, you know, and, and this guy, he just like he touched this and, and said that and the miracles happen everywhere and we've got to have more miracles and you could feel this pressure coming across the room.
1: And right, right, I
0: remember right. One day it was so distinct that I jumped up and I just, I, I just jumped up and I said, I can't. I'm not going to become under this pressure anymore, you know, to perform. Because now we go and we try and force this whole, because you've got to have miracles or you've got to have growth or you've got to have this, you know, so now we've got to perform and they're like, what are the golden keys? What are the silver bullets? What, what, What program do I need to have? Do I need to pray more? Do I need to fast more? Do I need to read more? Do I need to, you know, preach more? Do, what do I do? What do I do? You know, so we got, we don't say it like that, but that's what's going through our head, no. you know? Yeah. And so we, 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 now we got the people on this treadmill, man. We got the whole church, congregation right, trying to perform. To perform. So they all, and I did this. Oh my God, I wore people out, you know, just like, they just yeah. like I can't anymore, you know. It's just like they're running on this treadmill of trying to perform, 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 because we've got to be this thing. And and then I, I saw that just before he talks about the manifestation of spirit. He said there are many or uh, different charismas. That word that right. is, there's charisma. He said there are many the charismas, charisma. but the same spirit. Same they spirit. Are, yeah, there are differing administrations,
1: administrations, but the same Lord,
0: but it's the same Lord, or different ministries. In other words, what we would understand, so different ways of presenting. And then it goes on to say, there's different results. Energeo is the result that God works and it's of varied results or outcomes that God works, but it's the same God that works all in all. So the one is energy or the one is yeah It's God works it. So God is the one that does the work, and that set me so free. Is because we could be in a meeting and talking, but we don't see anything physically. You know, it's like I see this, and, and of course, it's normally the the man up front that's got to have it, or, yeah. or we may have our prayer you know team up front laying hands on everybody, and we think nothing's happening, but is just in the concept we've got to understand is that the spirit of God the, is working differently every time. It's not right. one way of doing right. things. It's There's not, not, a not formula. one administration. There's not one effect. It's, it's right. And that took so much pressure off me, Steve. I, you know, when I read that, and re, I've read it hundreds of thousands of times, but that one time I read it and it just like, boom, the scales fell off my eyes, and I said, "They are differing. There's no one way, no one result, no one. It's just it, there could be as long as we are operating, and that's it. Comes back to verse one: Don't be ignorant of pneumatics. If we are birthed and understand, we are birthed into the supernatural of God. We are supernatural right. beings. We we carry something. We are something, and if we understand that, settle that, and begin to flow with that. Is that. Yeah, let it work. Yeah, it will work. It's just things yeah. will happen. And we will, like you say, we we will see things happen. We'll give opportunity. We, we don't because we're not spiritually aware. That's the thing.
1: Right, so that's when true. We,
0: when we are aware, now God begins to manifest by his spirit to bring life, to bring representation, not to us, not to our organization, not to our meeting, but to him. And he does it. And it's, but you know, it's like, we can get religious about that too. It's all the Lord. It's not me. It's no, it's you, Pisang. You know, banana is the, Pisan is Afrikaans for banana. It's you. (laughs) It's not, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, um, the guy walking through town and going, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Uh, yeah, we know, but the thing is they're coming to you because you've got the, you're the conduit. So right. you've got to let it flow, you know. But I, I think sometimes it's like we we get so carried away with trying to figure out how it's got to be. We so we run seminars on the the gifts of the spirit,
1: <laughs> right?
0: And, right. and uh, you know, and discovering your gift of the spirit, and you can't do it. You just
1: you know, out of the, out of the it says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Yeah, almost said livers but uh the rivers of liver livers of ribbing water see um and in in um, uh, song of solomon it says that my daughter my sister my spouse my church the church has become a fountain shut up and a garden enclosed yeah so it says come on north wind blow that south blow up on the you know my daughter my my spouse that the spices thereof may flow out in the book of deuteronomy it talks about the the flood you know they'd never have rain before and um, it talks about the former and the latter rain you know coming in the same month so you're going to have this big flood but when the flood didn't happen it didn't cover the whole earth when the rains just came down the flood happened when the fountain of the deep opened up yeah and so Sean and I right now just speak to whoever else is listening and I and I give this to Sean too and myself as well right now in the name of Jesus Christ fountain of the deep open up you've been shut off and closed off for so long and you don't know how to release it you don't know what to do we loose you right now in the name of Jesus Christ and that fountain of the deep shall now spring forth. Out of your belly shall flow a river of living water, so much so that you cannot contain it. And it shall grow into the, into the dark places. It shall go into the desert places. And wherever it was that was just a desert shall blossom like a rose. And your river is going to flow through places that, that there's many trees that are on either side of your river that shall have fruit on them for feeding the nations. And it shall leaves on them for healing of the nations. And we just loose that river to flow right now in Jesus' name. And it's no longer going to be ankle deep. It's not going to be knee deep. It's not going to be waist deep. But it's waters deep enough to swim in. It's going to be a flood coming out of your spirit, man, right now in Jesus' name. It's coming forth from the throne of the living God that's already inside of you. And we break that fountain of the deep open right now in jesus name Amen. jesus name
0: yeah and we just break every spirit of religion that holds you that's privilege. right um, that that's is, right that is demanded and uh, imposed on you uh, a physical regulation an obligation to try and be something you're not we break that that's right life in your mind right now to see life come and the true manifestation of the Spirit of God, just being able to come naturally because of your supernatural reality. Super, right. <laughs> so we, we speak to that source within your life right now. And we said, be released. Be released right. in that. Be Step into the liberty of the Spirit that you have because That's that is right is God's walk for your life.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Amen. Good stuff. Well, I think that's where we leave it right now. Um, I, I would um, strongly encourage you to take some time, listen to this again, ponder on these things, look at the scripture and go before your father and, and recognize and realize and remember. And, you know, and something you may have to do every day to, to consciously make this a faith statement for your life is every day. That I am a son of God, not a son of man. I'm right. a son of God. And, uh, and therefore, my source is in God. My citizenship is in heaven. And I am a new being, a spiritual being, a new crea- creation in Christ. I'm full of the spirit of God, full of the power of God, full of the faith of God. And therefore, there's no limitations to me in the spirit realm. And then begin to reflect who he is, not who you are. All right? So thanks for being with us again. Hope you stayed for the whole way. And if you did, um, thank you for joining us on our conversation with Sean and Steve on Friday. Hey, until next time, this is Sean and Steve saying, God bless you and have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Okay, now I'm going to find this. which of button.